On this episode of the Pack It Up Pod, we talk about the shuffling of the Packers roster with some new additions, some see-a-laters, and we also start looking ahead to this NFL draft. If you haven't already, hit subscribe on your podcast platform choice and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at the Packers Pod. by Rasul Douglas and the Packers are going to win it A.J. Green was the target and he never looked for the ball Hey there everybody and welcome back to the Pack It Up Packers podcast this is Ryan joined as always by Josh and Dan hello gents yo 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 what's up gentlemen what's been going on Long time, no talk. Sorry, everybody. I know that there was a few folks, uh, you know, trying to get a hold of us from friends to uh, lawyers just wanting to hear from us. <laughs> so uh, it's a fun time to be part of the Pack It Up Packers podcast. But we're back. It's now April. We're weeks away from a draft. Uh, this this team is slowly but surely coming together. So let's start with the big news because our last podcast was titled The Duos Back in Green Bay. Uh, that was false information that <laughs> quickly changed days after the podcast. Adams to the Raiders uh, for, for a first and second round pick plus a whole lot of money that's coming off of our books. So how do we feel? Are you as excited for those picks in the future to see new players as you are disappointed? Have you, has the the kind of emotions subsided a bit? How are we feeling about this Adams trade now that we're a month or so removed from it? I I definitely feel better. I'm, I'm a little upset just bought his jersey. I swear I'm a curse, uh, but <laughs> I did also buy Aaron Jones' jersey in his final year, and we re-signed him, so I'm one for one. But – um, one for two. That makes one, one, for, oh, two. one for two. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Uh, but uh, going back to the last episode, I was very upset and I, I did not like what the Packers were doing with Rodgers. I thought we should have traded him for more picks. I felt that this team is in the part of the franchise where it is. a it, We need to rebuild if we're going to continue the domination factor um, because some key positions are coming up for some large contracts. So it. I was a little frustrated, but now it makes complete sense after the trade with Devontae Adams. Loading up on a couple draft picks, should they have gotten more for Devontae Adams? Probably, um, but they're trying to work with the team that he wanted to go to. Uh, you know, Obviously, they have no ill will towards Adams, and no one should, um, but I think what they did was smart for the Packers. You get their draft capital, plus keeping Aaron Rodgers, the guy who can get people open and makes all these wide receivers get their large contracts. So I, I, in the end, I like what they did. Uh, now let's see what happens with the picks. Yeah, I feel like the wild ride Josh just took us on was the wild ride all of Packer Nation was on. And the analogy I'll use is we were all the living embodiment of the TV show The First 48, where in – the first 48 hours, we were all diving into the contract analysis. How could this happen? I thought they were good friends. Is something going on behind the scenes? Did we not offer him enough? Did we lowball him? It turns out we offered him plenty of money. He wanted to go closer to home, play with his best friend. It all kind of makes sense. So if you would rather, if you could only have one, the quarterback or the wide receiver, we've seen what great wide receivers can produce with a bad quarterback or average quarterbacks. 
And uh, that's what we would have been watching. So I'll take the great quarterback. And after about 48 hours, uh, it, it's going to be a loss. There's going to be some some uh, efficiencies that are, are not recognized, especially to start the year uh, in the offense. But you can get excited about five, fi- five picks in the first 100. I mean, that's that's super exciting to look forward to and the, the opportunities it gives us to maneuver uh, and the open salary cap space is huge. And this is what Matt LaFleur gets paid for, right? This mm-hmm. is offensive brain. Let's see what you got. Put some weapons out there that, you know, are athletic and show them show them what to do. So I can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah, and that money that Dan spoke of immediately got turned over to Campbell and Douglas, so two guys that we loved. Uh, and that, frankly, especially for Campbell, we absolutely needed to re-sign because if we're talking about being light at wide receiver and then all of a sudden don't have Campbell in the center of that defense, I yeah, But with that, we have already made a move not to necessarily replace Adams, but at least add some depth to this wide receiver crew in Sammy Watkins, who has bounced around a few different places most recently with Baltimore and Kansas City. How do we feel about Sammy Watkins? Are you excited? Is just uh, just another who cares? Let's see. What are we feeling about that? I don't love it. Interest. I, this one we have not uh, had much of a text thread going on, but yeah, he had a great start to his career. But since then, like 600 yards, 50 catches is his best year in the last mm-hmm. six. To bring him in. Here's what I don't love. If we brought him in saying this is our veteran signing to be our number one uh, targeted wide receiver, I don't love it. If they brought him in saying he's a nice addition to our receiving core and we're still looking for a number one, I don't love it, but I'm okay with it. But there, I think there were other guys that have been a number one that are still on injury risk, <laughs> Will Fuller, uh, that I would have yeah. preferred. Yeah, and I, I, think, I think the Packers are still going to sign someone in free agency of a – Bigger name, you know, someone better than Sammy Watkins. I think that could still happen depending on what happens with the draft. And just because of their injuries, most of them are injured. Most of them won't be back week one. They'll be coming back later in the year. So, you know, there there is still possibility, Packers fans. Keep hope. But Sammy Watkins, I was really surprised to hear, and who knows if this is true because you never can tell anymore, but that Aaron Rodgers really wanted Sammy Watkins. Um yeah, he, he brings some speed. He can take the top off every now and then. But honestly, I'd be surprised, you know, at, depending on who we get in the draft and if we sign another, you know, if he makes the team. Uh, you know, yes, he's athletic. Yes, there's ability there. But he had, like Dan said, there's not a lot of production. And uh, the guy can't stay healthy really that much. So it'll be interesting. I mean, let's see what happens. The guy can run routes and he's fast. So who knows? My equivalent to this is a guy that we just dealt with the last two years in Devin Funches. If he plays well, great. He will contribute something to this team. But there is also the high risk of it's a known name. He's been around the NFL. He had moments in the past, but it just he's just there. Um, and, and, you know, but then again, we also saw I think Cobb probably produce more than we thought he would at his age and where he was at. So. There's always uh, something to be said for rejuvenating your career uh, in a stop somewhere. And, you know, the good news is we kind of just need him for, you know, five touchdowns, get your yards. It doesn't need to be off the charts insanity for it to work out. But it was a, a, a Band-Aid approach, if nothing else, uh, to what this wide receiver crew really needs. 
I was surprised. I didn't know he went first round the same year uh, Devontae Adams went second round. Look at how mm. that worked out. Uh, yeah. Uh, Adams won that one, huh? Or was, do we have to debate that at all? Or we feel pretty confident about Adams? Let's spend the next it. 10 minutes diving <laughs> into the stats. Yeah, go, go. So, uh, so that we also had the addition uh, of Reed. We, there's been a little bit of, of yeah, moving around and, and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, it's Tunyon back for a year. I don't think we mentioned that. Uh, it's, it seems like a majority of the guys from last year are coming back with the, you know, the difference being Big Z. I hope you guys are sitting down, staying in the NFC North now. Uh, that's never happened before. A Packer going to the Vikings, going to the Chicago. And EQ. Super rare, super rare that that happens. But, Let's look ahead a little bit at this draft, and we won't necessarily go in a deep dive, but we do have, as Dan mentioned, quite a bunch of picks in the first hundred, five, in fact, four in the first two rounds. So maybe we talk about where we see things playing out, but let's have a conversation of what the 2022 NFL draft could look like for the Packers. So who wants to start with their love affair at around that 22 position in the first round? I was just going to say, everyone, say your favorite wide receiver all at once. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, We might all be different, but, I mean, everyone's playing the wide receiver game here, right? You'd Correct. Pick the wide receiver that's still available. Mm-hmm. Do we move up for a wide receiver? No. I, I don't want to give I up don't that capital. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you guys on that one. I'm in love with Jamison Williams. Uh, I, I think the shortest way to analyze his talent is look at all of the Georgia defensive players that are going to get drafted in the top 60 picks and Jamison Williams was having a day against him until he tore his ACL. I know he wouldn't be there in the first call it eight weeks, probably starts the year on the pup list. Uh, but talk about a guy for the next five years. I would love to have Jamison Williams. I think you're going to have to move up for him from all the rumors. Uh, he won't be there at the end of the first round anymore or 22 uh, or 21, whatever our first pick is. Um, and I, I'd probably the oddball. I'm a bit of a Jahan Dotson guy. I feel like he's the one not being talked about. Who knows what kind of games are being played with GMs right now because of that. But uh, he was productive while he was, you know, I, I my criteria is I want a big school guy. I don't want to mess around with small school with this window we have with Aaron Rodgers to win a Super Bowl. I don't want a developmental person. And I want a guy where if if we're treating him as a threat, I love when they were a threat in college and they were pretty much the only threat on the offense because the defense knew they're going to him and they still found a way to get open. And to me, that's Jahan Dotson. Mm, yeah, I, I agree with you. If you're okay saying our first pick of this draft could potentially pull, you know, the back third of the season, if we're willing to do that, I don't think there's anybody better than him. It's just that does well, you could probably get him in the second spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're looking for a guy to replace Adam's smoothness, I don't think there's anybody better than Olave out of Ohio State. I mean, everything he does and the amount of times when you watch this film that he was trying to get two feet down to almost show the NFL, I can do this. I mean, he's he's just one of those guys that you I feel like he could have quite the relationship with Rodgers in terms of sideline throws that he is going to do these out routes and just be clean as can be on the outside. 
Now, I've seen him fall everything from we actually get him with our 28th pick. I've seen him that we actually would need to get up to the 18th pick to grab him. I have no idea where that goes, but that goes for a chunk of these guys. Yes. The guy that I feel like for sure would be there, either at 22nd or 28th, is Burks out of uh, Arkansas. If you look at him, he's got the the size of Lazard. He's got the height of MVS, and he had the same speed as Adams coming out of the draft Um combine he's 6'3 225 and he's just a power guy and if you're looking at who in my mind fits the Packers build of who they'd want a receiver it's this dude that just has strength can be a guy that can help block on the outside that you know has the ability to play physical downfield uh I just really really like his game and I know there's been a few knocks on him is he willing to put in the time and the effort and energy to be an NFL wide receiver I would hope so and I would hope that the guys in that locker room would show him the way of if he's with Cobb and Rogers every day, I would hope that that mentality changes in a heartbeat. So if I had to put money, I would put it on Burks just because I think when I look down the list, he's the most Packerish wide receiver in this first round. So I'm going to go not wide receiver because I even though, yes, they need wide receiver, I don't think there's a good enough wide receiver, at least evaluation wise. That will be available at 22. And I feel like picking a wide out at 22 is a reach. Well, I gave mine as 29. I'll, I'll caveat right. that. 22, right. I'd, I'd take a middle linebacker. What? Ooh, yep, exactly. Um, so obviously, if any of the two big middle linebackers, Devin Lloyd or the guy out of Georgia. Uh, Nicobe Dean. Nicobe Dean. If they're there, you take them 100%. Those two are going to be beasts in the NFL. They they move like safeties and they have strength and power like linemen. They they run over individuals. And they're leaders. Um, I'm glad you brought this up, Josh. Can I just add? Oh yeah, go. We have a great middle linebacker now, but we are one twisted ankle away from being so weak at middle linebackers. And I, I think you gotta you gotta address that position with one of your first four, and the the top two are in a different tier than the rest of them. Totally. If they're there, you have to take them. Another one that if he's there, which probably won't be, Jordan Davis from Georgia, defensive tackle. He is my dream pick. I I don't think I've ever enjoyed watching a scout's film as much as Jordan Davis. Now, Georgia has a lot of people, like Dan said, and there's a ton on the defensive line. So maybe he's a fluke. Maybe the other twos are golden dimes. But when you watch him, he just pushes people around. Now, with the pick that I actually think they have a chance of pulling off, um, George Karloftis, edge rusher out of Purdue. Now, I know this we don't need him right away. I know we don't need him right away. We got Gary. We got Preston Smith. But we need help there. You saw it last year. Yes, we survived. But it was a constant struggle at times getting consistent pressure, pressure off the edge. So I like the George Karloftis pick. He has if high. He's actually falling. Like yeah, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. He was a top 10 pick originally. Top 10 havoc. pick and every single interview I've ever seen with him, he's answered every question so well. The dude gets that he wants to work. He wants to outwork everybody. So he's talented mm-hmm. and he's hungry. Like it's a perfect matchup. Yep. Yeah, that, it, that's my pick. My first note on possible prospects is just, is Karloftis falling question mark? Because I don't really believe he's falling all that way, but that's my first note. Like, if he's there, submit the card. So who's your wide receiver, Josh, at 29, let's say? Uh, the wide receiver would either be Traylon Burks or 
I would hope that the Alabama injured uh, William James Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with I'm with you on that. And any of those Georgia linemen, if Jordan Davis or Devontae Wyatt are still around, you can't argue any of that. It, I, I found it more fun sort of starting to predict those second and third round selections. Uh, and that's where I went to, um, you know, wide receiver number two. I think everyone's predicting you got to get two wide receivers in this draft. There are uh, potential studs in Justin Ross out of Clemson and David Bell out of Purdue, where they were number one wide receivers for their team. Ross's production dropped off when Trevor Lawrence left. You can't blame him. David Bell was producing as the only threat at Purdue until he got hurt. Uh, both those guys, if you can scoop them up, let's say in the third round, that would be amazing. Uh, and I almost, uh, well, I don't almost, I would address the D line because I went middle linebacker wide receiver with my two first round picks. I addressed the D line in the second round with Drake Jackson out of USC. Again, I refuse to go small school. I just saw a, a, a mock draft with this Travis Jones defensive tackle out of Connecticut. No man, I we Ooh, got be careful. We, Josh loves him. Be we got we got Jaron Reed, we got T.J. Slayton, and we got Kenny Clark. Like I don't need small school. I'm trying to win a Super Bowl two years in a row is really what I'm trying to do. So Drake Jackson, he was a big stout DN in a three four scheme early in his career. He lost weight and dropped to an edge rusher at 255. He could be that third outside linebacker and sort of slide in as needed. I think he's a great pickup in the second or third round. Hmm. See, my my and I agree. I think me and Ryan were talking before we recorded. I I think there's a lot of good talent this year uh, in general. I I think you can get a lot of, you know, possible starters in the second, third round. Yeah, they may not be the best player at that position in the league, but they'll do. Um, One of those guys who was predicted extremely late when I first found him, but I don't, and Foose, you said it, you don't think he makes it past the third round, Jelani Woods out of Virginia, the tight end. Um, It's it's Mercedes Lewis Jr. if you watch his film. The guy's a beast uh, on the line, and he can also catch over the middle and run routes. I mean, it would be an amazing addition. Yes, we did re-sign Robert Tunyon, but he's coming off an injury. Um, he didn't play most of the season. He's probably not going to be ready week one. And we really don't have a lot behind him. Yes, we got DeGuara. Yes, Mercedes Lewis is back for another round. But we need we need, we need a solution. And Robert Tunyon, yes, we hope will wake back up and be right where he was. But sometimes that doesn't happen. Um, I think Jelani Woods would be a perfect addition. And then another wideout, <clears throat> Alec Pierce out of Cincinnati. I don't love his film, but his personality is what'd you say? He's going to New England. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) But I love his personality. I love his work ethic. He literally says he's the best wideout in this draft. I want a guy with that confidence, especially when we are down so much in the wide receiver room. Bring a guy that's fiery like that into the room. Get everybody competitive and let's see who can play. Um, You know, you got a quarterback that can get you the ball. So just get open with that confidence and I'll take you all day. Yeah, I think I'm so on board with trying to find another middle linebacker and a wide receiver in the first round. Like I'm pretty set on that. The only thing I can think about that I would be, I would entertain and it's, I'm basically bringing this up because he was my draft crush that 
it's now like three years in a row. I feel like I love a guy at like week six of the college football season. And then somehow they go on a tear. Uh, Jefferson being the most recent one that I'm just like, this is the dude. But Lewis seen out of Georgia is a heavy, heavy, heavy hitting safety. And if you maybe you pick uh, Olave at the, the first pick of the first round and then you're looking at that bottom of the first round and you say to yourself, if you're in that front office, we want to have the best secondary in all the NFL between our cornerbacks and our safeties, this dude would complete that package. The The secondary would be dangerous, not only from interception, but literally removing opponents receivers heads off their bodies. This is a awesome, awesome group. He is a, a, a faster Amos. Obviously, Amos is older, but this that safety crew would would do work and I would get really, really excited about it. I, I think I read that he didn't miss a tackle last season, too. Uh, incredible yeah, talent. You, you wouldn't be able to argue that pick. Especially with the the contracts coming up, and Amos is like thirty, just spitballing there. But you know, for safeties, he's at an age where maybe they start to slow down a little bit. Uh, you, you couldn't argue that one. I mean, there's going to be that's the excitement of the Adams trade, right? Is it opens up all of these potentially exciting opportunities where you know we need three of our first five picks to hit. You know, we need them to contribute because we need depth at middle linebacker. We need strength at D-line. We need a wide receiver to contribute. Going back to tight ends, Josh Jelani Woods was initially like a fifth or sixth round slotted guy, right? But he's just skyrocketed because anyone that's 6'7", 253, and I'm looking at his numbers, ran a 4.61 40-yard <laughs> dash. That's a freak. Like, that's going to jump you up the boards. So even if you can't get him in the third round, you know, let's say he, he, you know, someone snaps him up early, which I don't think anyone would be surprised about a third round pick. Now, uh, there's a guy, Isaiah Likely out of Coastal Carolina. I'm going small school after my first 100 picks. I'm admitting I'm admitting that. Uh, but he's sort of a pass catching threat, still a bigger body type. And let, like, let's not look past the Wisconsin boys. Leo Chanel at middle linebacker could be a late, you know, fourth mm-hmm. or fifth round pick. He was pretty bad in pass coverage in his grade. It was go back to school. Uh, instead of the draft because his pass coverage grade could use some improvement. Uh, but I would like him as a backup. And Jake Ferguson at tight end, he he's projected as a fifth-round pick. And how many Wisconsin tight ends have just inserted themselves into the NFL and had a 10-year career? I mean, talk about, you know, a low ceiling yeah. or a low floor. No, high, let me get it right. High floor. Maybe it's a low ceiling. I don't quite know because the quarterback play at Wisconsin so bad. But it's it's a high floor. You can probably insert him as tight end number three this year, number two next year at a minimum. Yeah, you know you'd get open. And one last thing that we haven't touched on, which probably means the Packers are going to pick up two of these guys within the first two or three rounds. We've shown no love the offensive line. And I think if the yeah. Packers have shown anything, especially in this last two years, they love guys that can play guard, switch over to tackle. This group is so awesome to watch, and we talk about it every freaking week, that people are moving, people are going, here we go, here we go, here we go. And Jenkins obviously is going to be coming off of a season-ending injury, so we'll see what he looks like. We haven't seen Bakhtiari in a full year. Uh, So I look at somebody like Kenyon Green at a Texas A&M who could play around a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised – if yes, we are going to see there. I would bet my house on a a wide receiver in the first two rounds. I would bet my house on a, a defensive playmaker in the first two rounds. But I'd also say the same thing about they're going to pick up 
an O-line guy that they feel good about on that right side to kind of fill in and give depth on there. So I I know we haven't talked about it because it's not the sexy pick, and I know Packers fans are used to, oh, here's another O-line guy. But if you look at what we've done in the draft for the last decade for for O-line, it is unbelievably sexy, and I hope we continue that trend by getting somebody within those first four or five picks that we go, yep, I I don't want to see him a ton because that means we're going through the same – rigor moreau as we did last year with injuries but a a guy that can develop wherever we feel fit is he guard is he tackle but there's some dudes out there up in that first and second round that are, are really really stellar in terms of uh their their ability to diversify this offensive line somehow even more you know who we're gonna get because oh, it's not sexy. shoot oh no bernard raymond out of central <laughs> michigan <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's been throwing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an Austrian guy. I mean, listen to this description and tell me it doesn't sound like our starting left tackle currently and someone the Packers draft. Still developing his strength and technique. A little older than ideal for a rookie, but fluid, balanced athlete with reactionary skills and awareness should compete for starting reps in year one. Mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that sounds like the kind of of lineman that the Packers go after. Mm Mm-hmm. And if he's there in the second round, I wouldn't be shocked. And I, I don't, I don't think I would hate it either. Again, my, it's small school my, going against my later, my, my later OT that I got is Andrew Stu, Stuber, Stuber out of Michigan. Um, I'm just obsessed with Michigan linemen after what we've seen with uh, the few that we've drafted. Why? So uh, just keep them coming. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's something we've discussed about uh, in text messages over the last three four months. I think this draft has the ability to be really, really fun because we have a bulk of the pieces in place. And as Josh mentioned earlier in this episode, there's a lot of very, very good players. There, It seems for whatever reason that there's less elite players necessarily, but it's awesome because Packers, outside of maybe the Patriots, I feel have a system in place. Here's the exact guy we want doing this exact same thing. And so whether it is looking at like uh, Watson out of North Dakota State as a receiver that they're like, this dude is an MVS clone. So if we can pick him out in late second or third, that's the guy that will fit this particular position and have this particular draft need. So I think it's really exciting that it isn't uh, uh, like a lot of these teams where they're just like, holy shit, we have five or six positions that need desperate help. And I would argue that wide receiver obviously is one of those. But it feels as though we can pick and choose almost specialty versus we just need help. So mm-hmm. it's exciting and fun and for me that not only do we have extra picks – but I just I feel like I feel like Goots is gonna crush this one. I really, really do feel like we're gonna I'm crush gonna this throw one. two late round wide receivers out there just because I think they're going to be stuck. Well, these are wide receivers eight and nine, we're hoping. Yeah, Josh is literally point. naming these, everybody just to say he said them. No, build these two <laughs> are studs. Mikai Polk out of Mississippi State and Devin Tompkins out of Utah State. Devin Tompkins is like Tyreek Hill 2.0. I don't know. I don't understand why mm, he is boy. so low oh, other boy. than his size, but the guy gets open and he literally touches the ball and scores a touchdown almost every time. Watch the film. Um, if if he's running the ball or catching the ball, I want him on our team, but he, he'll probably end up on the Chiefs watching. Now, everyone knows it's Bill Dunkel out of San Diego State. Yep. 
potential free agent offensive guard. So says my cheat sheet. <laughs> no, I think we just threw out 47 scenarios, and you know one we haven't thrown out? I mean, Gutekunst has traded up previously to go get the guys he's wanted. Ooh. And, um, you know, two out of three times, I would say it's worked. Uh, and then trading back, I don't think would be the worst scenario to take the draft capital you've acquired and acquire even more. Mm-hmm. We've thrown out all these scenarios of, you know, what you can do at 22 and 29 and two second rounders. I mean, if you turn your 22 into a 28 and 29 and get another second rounder or third rounder out of that, mm-hmm. I don't think you lose that much in talent. We're so infatuated as fans. This is me getting up on my pedestal right now. Give me 25 minutes. That's all I request. We're so infatuated as fans of first round versus second round, and we act like there's a dramatic drop in talent. It's player number 31 and player number 34 overall. Like, you don't know if one's going to be a hit and one isn't. The only difference is the team option on a fifth year out of the first round draft picks. So those second and third round picks have a ton of value. If we trade back, uh, don't go scorched earth. I think it's okay. I, I think we have a ton of opportunities to fill positions of need, like Ryan was saying, uh, with some guys that can be here for five to ten years. It's super exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and I, I do think that's a very, very good call on Gutekunst moving up or down. Um, a quick reminder, we gained an extra fourth rounder for Lindsley and an extra seventh rounder for Jamal. So I actually, yeah, I, I, I could see us staying exactly where we are at the first and then him thinking, oh, let me bundle one of these middle rounds to try to bump up a few spots in the second and feel really, really good about getting top quality talent. But uh, there's a lot of scenarios and it's it's ever fluctuating and um, it's just going to be really, really interesting to see, hopefully, the panic of getting quarterbacks like always in the first round. And the, oh, that would be uh, great. There's going to be there's going to be a a. A DN guy that we love that will fall. There is going to be a right receiver that will fall. Like you're guaranteeing this stuff. It's just a matter of what do the Packers feel good about with those first two picks. So, so. every time a cornerback or a uh, what was it or a quarterback gets drafted, mm-hmm. we should be celebrating, right? hundred percent. Because that's a draft slot we weren't going to take. <laughs> and or running back, all the running backs too. Oh, yeah, and that's the thing too. That's the thing is there's a, there's I think running backs is it's been a little bit of a streaky time for them uh, as of lately, but there is so much love for this quarterback group, and I do not love any of them. So please continue to take top fifteen picks on this quarterback group. That Pickett is your best option. Woof. I I don't know. I don't know, but we'll see. I I look forward to them doing score search earth on the nfl and me being completely wrong about that but i do not love these quarterback crew please take them all so we'll see and i think our game plan is what come back at the end of the draft and look at it all i know i'm i'm traveling during the draft so i'll I'll try to watch what i can but i think we're going to push out one episode at the end correct for those faithful listeners yes yes but uh, until then uh enjoy the snow that somehow the midwest is continuing to get uh the the draft is almost here it's it get ready for just some insane storylines maybe this year shefty will throw out another bombshell about rogers being pissed off for no reason and we nah, can talk Aaron about Jones that this so. year he wants to <laughs> yeah so until then thanks everybody go insert football team name here go <laughs> <laughs>